Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are back with everybody's favorite, Miss Sarah Farasia. Hi, gorgeous. How are you? Oh, dear God. I don't know how I am. I don't know. I mean, how are you? Is Bethany Frankel going? To, is she, has Bethany lost her mind? Is she eating that seafood and just lost her mind? Or is this going to change the face of reality TV forever? I really, I have no angle here. I truly am so conflicted. I just don't know. I just don't know. I know. Maybe maybe our listeners have more insight and they can foresee the future on this one because my crystal ball is very stuck. One week, I think Ms. Frankel is a genius. The next, I think she's so full of it and it's all about Bethany and how can Bethany leave a huge legacy? I guess my crystal ball is leaning towards as annoying as Bethany can be at times. I do still think she's right about this reality TV union. However, she's not getting a lot of support, I don't think, because I don't know if you saw the, uh, you know, our friends over at page six have been doing a great job reporting. I mean, they say Paige DeZarbo uh, from Summer House because she's Summer what House she's doing right. is she's she's tagging Bravo Liberty. So she's tagging them. Yes. Now, I don't know why she would randomly. I mean, no disrespect to Miss DeSorbo. She's very busy in dating Craig Conover from Southern Charm. But I wouldn't even think Bethany would know who Paige DeSorbo was before this. So I just find it weird. Like, I don't think you're just randomly picking Paige out of nowhere. I think she probably did call you. And now she's probably like, I want her people are probably like, girl, you're on summer house. You're actually making a check. You got to back away from it. Look, nobody on a current Bravo show is going to support Bethany. Rumor is Tom Sandoval is, but I mean, I don't think that's true. I really don't. 
Well, Kenny Burris has come out and said she's not. Dorinda is not going to be a part of it. Um, and, you know, there's another um, who's the other woman, you you know, very well from Miami. She, oh, she Leah Black. Leah Black says it's just, you know, Look, unimaginable that unimaginable that that Bethany is doing this. And I don't know. I teeter. I teeter one minute. I think. Yes. And then I think I had Big Ed on from 90 Day Fiance. If you follow TLC, you know him. He's a very well, well-known personality. He has zero interest in getting involved. Neither either does Liz. I mean, they But they, they're currently on a show too. They make a fortune. He makes a fortune off of Cameo. You know, he charges $69 for his cameos. He's done over 16,000 cameos. Guess How what? A million dollars. I don't know. You I know, charge $10 for mine. I think I'm a better deal. I know. Someone just gave me a $20 tip on Cameo. So thank you for whoever that was. And they can I just cameo. tell you, yeah? I read a very interesting article by the LA Times. People should read this. I, I love subscribing to the LA Times, especially if you're a reality fan and in the entertainment business. They did an article about Kesha and Dr. Luke. Everybody recalls this, right? Major lawsuit that's been going on for years that alleged that Dr. Luke raped Kesha at, after a night at Paris Hilton's house. Okay, well, it's never been proven because the details are murky. She was drunk. Um, she really can't recall, right, what what happened. So you can't pro- you can't convict somebody, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt that without some proof. And there is none. So Dr. Luke has gone free, regardless of what people in the industry might think of Dr. Luke, which is mixed bag, right? But interestingly enough, Mark Garagos represented Kesha for a while. And in the LA Times article, they talk about him making some pretty false statements about Dr. Luke that came out to not be true. One being that Katy Perry was allegedly sexually assaulted by Dr. Luke. And um, Katy Perry says what? No. She's denied like, when did it I ever always. Say she's, she's denied that never happened. And then um, I believe, I don't know if Garagos tried to link. Now, Lady Gaga has also said that she was sexually assaulted by a older music, somebody in the music industry. And Garagos tried to connect that to Dr. Luke, too, of which has never been true. So, I mean, they paint Garagos as not so great. And and actually, then Dr. Luke had sued Mark Garagos. It's a very long thing. But anyway, they mm. really kind of play bring into question Garagos's um, credibility. Well, our strike expert, Rachel Yucatel. Yes, what almost, did she say about it? Well, she almost back in the day when she needed a lawyer to represent her with this whole thing with Tiger Woods, you know, she like, you know, he wanted her to sign an NDA and she got money and I'm not going to speak for Rachel, but she reached out to Garagos and Gloria Allred and said, Garagos called her back at 9 a.m., Miss Allred called her at 2 a.m. Gloria is a shark. They smelled money. And so Gloria's like, the minute Gloria got the message, literally it was 2 a.m. She called her back and she's like, get out of bed. I want the case. Here everything. So Gloria got it because she called her earlier. But she says great things about Garagos, but somebody was, I'm not going to get into who, because let's not do that to someone. But someone was telling me like, oh, please, honey, Garagos' star is long fallen. And he is like an ambulance chaser. And is that so I'm not saying that. But I mean, I, I think it's like you say a mixed bag. I think 
Garagos is like people feel a mixed bag about him. Well, I mean, people should read this article. It's excellent in the L.A. Times. But I mean, my feeling after reading it is they portray him as an ambulance chaser in they do not. I don't think it makes Garagos look very good. And essentially, eventually, Kesha fired him, fired another hired another law firm, which kind of got to. I don't even really know that there was a settlement, but basically they released this joint statement earlier this year that he did not. I mean, it basically said they that she couldn't remember the events of that night and therefore Dr. Luke was not guilty and they both wish each other well. Oh, God. Very bizarre situation. Well, but anyhow, I say that to say, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is really going to go anywhere. It's kind of, I think what, I go back to what you said of Bethany is knocking at a door, but ain't nobody home. I just. Well, you know, I, like okay. Rachel had this point and I thought it was a good point. If this is now, if she is joined by, you know, Spencer and Heidi and Hannah Burner and um, I, I'm trying to think who's not on housewives anymore. Um, you know, uh, Brandy Glanville, maybe her stars. And it's a bunch of people that are not welcome at their respective networks. Christine Quinn, who I love, but I mean, she kind of be burned the, the, the house down. I Rumor is she might have talked to Bethany, but she was very outspoken against Adam DeVello, which I mean, you don't do. That's as like as bad as speaking out against Andy, you know? And so if it's, it's a bunch of people that used to be on reality TV that are now not... Is this now a bunch of disgruntled workers just saying, where's mine? And I'm pissed off. So that's, that is a valid argument. Huh? I mean, that's every union. What union starts out like? Oh, has people, I mean, Fran Drescher's could work tomorrow if she wanted to. I'm sure she could pick up any script out of her asshole and say, I'll I'll do this shit ass project. Sure. It's not the nanny, but I mean, I think Fran probably gets offered parts all the time. Yeah, but you're comparing Fran in her, Fran won the presidency of a a union that's been around since 1930 something. You know, I mean, they when they started SAG-AFTRA in the 30s and 40s, it wasn't because they were being treated great by MGM and Sony Pictures. I mean, you know, please, honey, that came out of incredible abuse that those kids like Judy Garland and Shirley Temple endured to try to be famous. I mean, give me a break. I love her mission. But, you know, now the Post, of course, and we know who leaked this, you know, says, well, Bethany just pitched a reality show to Bravo back in March. So how disgruntled can one be if you got a green light on a project that was apparently going to show, I think, families and daughters in the Connecticut area? Honey, first of all, Bethany has a house in Greenwich, Connecticut, for everybody that doesn't know. And it was going to be, yeah, like well-to-do families that also focused on their children. So like Susan Sarandon's daughter, Ava, who lives in Westport. I'm actually originally from Connecticut. So like Greenwich is very wealthy. Westport's very wealthy. Um, Yeah, it was going to, listen, I thought it sounded like a great reality show. I mean, it wasn't going to be Housewives, but she pitched wealthy families in Connecticut, which- does sound like Connecticut housewives to me, but maybe with a different slant, Susan Sarandon's daughter was in the mix and they Bravo said, okay, go and develop, you know, a pilot, which doesn't really say anything. I mean, that means like go spend your own money and come back to us with something, right? There was no development deal, but 
Yeah, I mean, now it certainly is, right, let's see who leaked this, and, and mystery, but, mystery. It's certainly making it seem like, I mean, this is what happens in lawsuits. This is what us lawyers do, two sides to every story. It certainly make Bethany seem like sour grapes and disgruntled employee, because shockingly, the rumor is Bethany had a falling out with her production company, which, let's face it, you either do it Bethany's way or there's the highway, and the whole project got stalled, which isn't really Brava's fault, but it's making it out to seem like Bethany is sour grapes from not getting this show. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes, and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Honey Love, you guys know how I feel about Honey Love, but it's because I've got Honey Love Shaper and I've sent it to all of our regular co-hosts, Kim D, Rachel, you could tell, Sarah Fraser. I could keep going and they all love it. So why wouldn't I love it? If my girls are happy, I'm happy, right? But Honey Love really is the best shaper. I mean, it's wedding season, it's the summer. If you have an event coming up, you have to go to Honey Love. Their best-selling item is the Superpower Short. The Superpower Short from Honey Love has targeted compression technology that helps you distinguish between the areas you want more support and the areas where you need less compression. Brilliant, right? Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body. There's also a booty lifter, but it doesn't stop there. Listen, Honey Love is more than just shapewear and sculptwear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, leggings. Treat yourself to the best shaper on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com velvet. Use our exclusive link to get 20 20% off honeylove.com slash velvet. It's hard to pitch a show, girl. Look, you and I are on the streets of Hollywood. We know. It's very, it's very difficult. Um, you know, I don't know. I think they're going to come at Bethany with everything they have. And to be honest, Bethany has a lot of enemies. You know, she has a lot of enemies. She's not well liked. You know, I told you about the bunny Barbie. Everybody can follow her on TikTok. She notoriously talks about a deal she had with Bethany. And Bethany said, I'm developing a reality show around you. Held her in contract for two years. Didn't do anything. Wouldn't return phone calls. You know, one, I think at that point, owned images of, you know, the bunny Barbie wouldn't allow, you know, she couldn't get do other opportunities. So basically the bunny Barbie for two years, was promised all this stuff, never got it, and lost two years to be on other reality shows. Now, it's it sucks because see, I think the Bunny Barbie. I don't know if they didn't have a good representation, you know, lawyer or um, agent. Most people don't do a two year holding agreement without money. Most of the time, it's twelve months because that gives the producers time. I know this because I've been working on shows. 
that 12 months is kind of the standard because it gives people, it gives the producers time to do a deck, pitch the show, get, get the talent in front of networks to try to sell the show. And then after that, 12 months, you're usually free to do anything you want. And a year goes by pretty quick. Somehow, Bethany got her to sign a two-year deal and she and her husband were unable to do a lot of Even things. a year to me is, is long. I don't know. I don't want to be put on the shelf for a year. I mean, but then, you know, you also go back to like, well, you know, does Bethany care? Listen, I just need to point out, you know, it's not that Bethany has money. It's that Paul has money too, her fiance. Paul comes from a very, I've heard some stories, I've heard some stories up there. And, you know, those of us that don't summer in the Hamptons, you know, up there, it's, what is it, Newport? You know, it's very conservative Massachusetts summers. Um I heard that his family is, listen, again, this is just what I heard, nothing. I heard, you know, his family is very wealthy. He's very wealthy. And, you know, I think their vision for their son's fiance was, you know, proper, you know, Martha Washington at the table, who knows which napkins to use. And I think they wanted their son to come home, like, you know, a very, like, prim and proper, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, you know, waspy girl from Massachusetts. And now they got like the bull in the China shop that is Bethany Frankel. And I think they would also prefer that he doesn't actually marry her, you know, stay together forever. But I don't think his family is so anxious for an actual union of these two people. That's all I'm saying. But he has money too. So when Bethany says like, I don't care, I've checked my balance, I'm good. I mean, does she even give a fuck? Like, I don't think she's going to stop losing, winning. I don't think Bethany's going anywhere. This, but Bravo has to be like, and look, a lot of people are like, this is disgusting. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. You know, I think it's interesting that Rita has come into, into play that apparently, you know, she's, she's involved in this and she supports Bethany is telling people don't go to BravoCon. And, you know, Bravo is just like that. I mean, the rumor is that that's it. And Lisa Rinna is dead to us and we'll never have her back. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. Oh, I don't think they care. Mary Cosby's back. I think everybody, I think the door is open for a lot of people, maybe with the exception of Brandy now. And Nene and Bethany. I think Bethany too. Bethany, Yeah, Bethany's probably burnt the bridge. Look, in the end, I think Bethany is entirely correct. I guess I'm getting a little nervous. Like, I don't know if Bethany is the person to really, you know, is, I don't know. You know, you have to have a leader that inspires people, that that people get behind, that people, you know, that kind of has that it factor, right? Of a Bill Clinton, of a Obama, of Grand a Russia. Friend Russia. You know, you you have to have that kind of thing. And I just don't know if she has it. You know, there's something very divisive about Bethany. And so I don't know. You know, I, it's sad because I, I, God, I really hope it works because I guess I'm, I'm a little surprised. I wish people like Candy, like Candy, I mean, Candy's a terrific businesswoman. Of course, she owns other businesses, so she probably doesn't want her own employees to unionize. But, you know, it's, it's sad to see some of these other, I think good for Rena because Bethany is correct. They do need a union because it's way more like Candy came out and said, well, if I have an issue, with production or management, I go right to them and I I discuss it and sort it out. Okay, that's, that's great. What she said on my podcast too. She's like, I'll just call them. Okay, well, not everybody can do that. People are in different, you know, hierarchies of jobs. And number three, 
you know, Candy, all these years you've worked for them, you've never gotten health insurance. You never gotten workman's comp. Now she's probably supplemented herself, like, you know, through her other businesses, she probably has that. You've never gotten a retirement. You've never gotten a 401k. You don't think that that's wrong? I mean, that's So wrong. we feel bad for Candy Burris's $2.8 million salary on Atlanta Housewives. No, I think, I think Candy is the exception and not the rule. I think, you know, most people and most reality stars are not like, Candy had a great business sense long before- housewives came knocking most people don't have that well that's Uh, leah black's argument leah black's argument is bethany is i mean read the article from leah black she's like you know and her husband is roy black one of the most famous criminal defense attorneys out there again as i told leah my podcast if i get in trouble i'm calling roy black um but leah's argument is bethany is rich she made money if this falls apart, Bethany will be just fine. These other people, not so much. So, you know, is, is, you know, Catherine Dennis, I'm just choosing her like as someone who possibly could join this. She was, she was kicked out by, by Southern charm after building the house. I'm sure she's, you know, someone like that when this falls apart and you're now outspoken and you're on the like, wow list. I mean, Catherine doesn't have money. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's easy for Bethany to fight this fight when the whole thing falls apart. You know, are these people going to be blacklisted? I don't know. But that's, this is the fear. This is, this is the fear that is out there. Well, look, I mean, you know, and then I have to talk. You got to, you got to take risks to get big rewards. You know, I just, my fear is Bethany is right about the union, but is she the person to carry it? Is she the person that can make deals, motivate, get people, you know, on board that like a candy, you know, you've got to be a diplomat. You've got to be reaching out across it. You're a, you know, you've got to have that politician in you. You know what I part is, I just don't think she does. I think this is a lot about Bethany and I'm beginning to after, like I said, after I read that article about Garagos with the LA times and the Kesha Dr. Luke case, I'm like, is he the lawyer to do it? And, you know, that's sad because you get one shot at this, really. And uh, well, the strike expert, Rachel, you could tell also said, you know, he's mostly you refer to Kesha. He's mostly a criminal lawyer. So in a way, what is he doing here? No, no offense to him. I would love to sit down and talk to him. But Right. This isn't like a criminal matter. So, you know, what I found interesting, though, is and Jeff, I think Lewis talked about this on his show. I didn't listen, but apparently everyone is saying, I mean, from multiple sources. So Caroline Manzo was on Jeff Lewis's show when Jeff was in New York and she showed up to be on the show and waiting for her when she showed up with somebody, you know, who's waiting for her. Who? Who? Andy Cohen. Hmm. Okay. And apparently this is on Jeff's show. Apparently Andy then took Carolyn outside and they had a talk. And apparently them not listening to Jeff's show. No, no offense to him. I just don't have time. And then apparently Jeff had to be like, well, this is strange. Our guest Caroline is outside with the boss man. So I don't know. Is that Andy like saying, you know, you need to keep your big mouth shut about girls trip. Is it Andy saying like, you don't return my calls. Like I know that you're suing us. And I really hope that this works out between us. Is that Andy saying like, you know, you're not to talk about Bethany's strike. Is that Andy saying in his mind, I'm fucking scared because I'm the target of Andy of Bethany's strike. And I need to just do damage control. I I literally don't know, but I'm sorry when Andy Cohn shows up at Sirius radio, 
before. And I think Andy okay. was even there. I think someone told me like, cause they listen, like while they talked about it on air, like Jeff's like, what were you doing outside with Andy? And I think he was there. And I think on the air said like, we, we, we would love you back or we're sorry. You know, you want so whatever it wasn't contentious, but what is Andy Cohn doing at Sirius radio to talk to Caroline before she goes on Jeff Lewis's show? Can you please tell me that it's a real question? Very strange, right? It, yeah, that is a little strange. That's a little strange. I mean, so I don't know. And I mean, apparently, if you find this episode right. of Jeff's show, so I don't think it's even like, I thought this was some big secret, but apparently everyone knows about it. So that's a little weird, but it's not the norm. It's not every day. He's not showing up to, you know, talk to Jackie Goldschneider before she does her book signing at, you know, bookends in Ridgewood, New Jersey. You're welcome, Jackie. I just gave you a shout out. You have a book signing coming nice up. Shout out. Um, I'll skip that one. I think, I mean, no offense to Jackie, but you know, she'll be there with Marge and all those people. Um, what was I going to say? So that's kind of interesting. Well, that, that leads us into, I mean, what you, 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 I mean, is there anything else to cover with Bethany? Again, I think this is to be determined. I guess now I feel like, I don't know if this really is about the bigger picture for Bethany or is this about a settlement? Because to your point, Garagos is more about criminal and Garagos, you know, he's got to be making money, right? So there, there's- You think she so just wants, she, she smells money. money on the back. Here's the thing that nobody- You know, yeah, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe there's like a settlement and then- Well, let me just explain what's happening here, everybody. Like, because someone said the other day, why is New York? Why is Bravo? It's, I think I said something like Bravo is so thrilled with the the Roni reboot. We had 700,000 people watch the old show. It was canceled. Now we have a new show. The last I checked, there was 400,000 people. Well, at best, we have six women that are paid $60,000. Six times six is $360,000 in salaries. Compare that to Luann, a million. I mean, rounding up, guys. Sonia, a million. Rounding up, maybe a little more. Ramona, a million. That's $3 million. Leah was at $200,000, 3.2. Ebony got 60. 3.3, let's call it. So we have $3.3 million in salaries at $700,000 of of. of viewers and now we have 400,000 of like 360,000. We saved over 2 we saved almost 3 million dollars in salaries on Roni. So this low rated reboot where we're talking about cheese and fashion and there's no drama and there's no racism and there's no bots and there's no there's no family feuds and private investigators. This is a huge hit in Bravo's mind. It is a cheap ass huge. show to put on and it's we're fighting about cheese and Hamptons and outfits and designers and darling. I don't wear Louis Vuitton after a Labor Day. And this is just what Bravo wants. So this is a huge salary. And the three million dollars they're saving in Luann and Sonia and all that is going elsewhere. Right. Yeah. One hundred percent. And I, I've said I love this new Roni reboot. <laughs> I'd be the only one. But I'm a loyal four hundred thousand, uh, you know, viewer. I love it. I love it. I love the fashion. The women do look great. I, I do think, you know, Andy had said in an interview months ago that all of these women have lots of layers. And I think they do. You know, I'm loving finding out about their different childhoods and backgrounds. And, you know, Jenna never got along with her mom and Bryn. And, you know, it's it's really I think it's quite good. I think it's quite good. I and Aaron Leachy is kind of I emerging as like the star of the show, I feel like not 
for me, just for like taking the temperature of the room. Now I am not going to share. I have my own personal feelings about how we got there. If she is and why I am not going to share my thoughts on why, but if you look at the temperature of the room, everyone, like there's this sense that like Aaron's the breakout and I have my own feelings as to why, but I will not be sharing them here behind the velvet rope or on the Sarah Fraser show. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not getting myself into trouble here today, but I have my own feelings better or worse. I just think, but that's what people seem to say. Um, So I I don't know. So you love, so what was my point? Oh, so this was my point. My point was if we are going to give back end to Craig Conover and, and the cast of Southern charm, if we're going to give back end to summer house, if we're going to give back end, if this is really where we're going and, and somehow that's where we end up. An agreement is reached where, which I don't think they would ever agree to this. I think it would have to go to court where you're going to get back end. These shows will be canceled. Like that's what is going, Bethany is going to do. Now the highly rated New Jersey or whatever it is, but maybe, but the majority of shows, if we have to now pay out residuals and back end, these shows Southern Charm. I mean, Summer House stays on also because it is cheap, they're making more now, but it's not high salary. So you have to look at that. So if we're going to now give back end and, and residuals, these shows, well, Southern Charm, I hope you never want to see it again because you won't. Summer House, this is all going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, um, look, this is all a negotiation. Do I think they're going to give back end residuals for shows? They're going to have grandfathered in shows. I mean, you know, they're going to say we can't we can't take Real Housewives of New York for the past decade and go give Carol Rad as well and other people They're No, they're going to start somewhere in the middle. Maybe they'll say we'll go back three years. And if you were on a program in the past three years, you'll get residuals. I get residuals from an appearance I made on HBO's crashing three years ago there. It's ten dollars a month i mean that's bs there these networks have a ton of cash they always cry poverty always meanwhile andy cohen's making 55 million dollars a year i mean get out of town nobody believes it it's like the writer's strike and the sag after strike no offense i bob Iger. a lot of these guys are geniuses ted sarandos head of netflix they're incredible but they make 300 million dollars a year do they deserve it? They deserve a lot. Do they deserve 300 million and they cry poverty? No one believes them. No, give me a break. They're going to say that they're going to they're going to pull out all the that we're going to have to shut down production. We're going to have to do this. We're going to have to do that. NBC is just fine. And, you know, listen, we had a major pandemic where if we forget it was only three years ago, we God. all really thought like we were in serious. Like, we thought we might never leave the house again. I mean, do you remember going to the grocery store? Like, and yet Hollywood didn't miss a beat. We had Ryan fucking Seacrest zooming in to do a mate. Like Hollywood did Like the world was falling apart. You couldn't even go to the grocery store to, to, and they say, you want that prepared food behind the counter? Those meatballs and Caesar salad. Don't even eat that prepared food. You're going to get COVID. And it was like crazy. And yet Hollywood didn't miss a beat. So Hollywood will go on. Bethany might get some shows canceled. I don't know. Um, You know what I wanted to talk about? This, well, I mean, this goes along with the strike. It's like, look, do, okay. I know I also heard 
another rumor. Just like the, I heard. Yeah, yeah, I thought, did you have more Andy tea? Yeah, tell us. Tell no, us I mean, that. I heard that. But then I, so I checked in with producers on a show, a housewife show, just to say, you know, what is the temperature? Like you are currently filming. It's not New Jersey, but currently filming, rapping, editing. You're currently working with the network. You are a head of a major production company because they're all different for all the housewife shows. Is NBC laughing? Are they like, LOL? You know, you get sued by someone. It's a joke. You're like a big corporation. You're like, okay, this is this is the job. This happens all the time. And he implied like, no, Bravo, Andy, they're taking this pretty seriously. Like this is a thorn in their fucking side and they don't know what's going to happen. So I don't know if that's true. That's what this person told me. But my point is, look what happens every week. Now we have this that happened a few weeks ago on Below Deck. I mean, the facts yeah, we have, that, that can't be good. I mean, so that's the thing. Like, you know, we said, has Raquel joined Bethany's strike? I think so. Shane on Vanderpump rules. Two things get to be true. But like when something like this happens, does Bethany pick up the phone and call Luke, Luke and Laura? No pun intended for General Hospital fans out there. And like, I mean, this just happened or, or call the people that it didn't happen to. So like this guy, Luke is fired. He, he goes into Margot's room at night. He's, he's horny. He climbs on top of her. He's naked. They have to open the door and get rid of the guy. Then we have Laura who first of all is going around and, him. and she's like victim shaming Margot, but she also hit on this hot guy and in, in the, 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 what is it called? The jacuzzi where she's like, he's like, please stop. I don't want you to do that. So Captain Jason fires these two people. Captain Lee is outraged, says I would have handled it much sterner, but good for him. He still did a good job. I mean, this is, I mean, Bethany's case, Garagos's case is kind of unfolding, right? Like there's just so many, but then again, I don't know. Is this, this is reality TV. This is what you sign up for. I don't know. I don't know. What do you want? Yeah, it's what you sign up for. I mean, I, they handled, I thought they handled the, the blow deck thing very well. They got rid of him the next day. Uh, Laura, I think they waited a couple of days because they had a couple of scenes where she was, you know, basically saying, oh, that's, you know, no big deal. He should have been given extra chances. And then she was like making all these advances to another cast member. So I thought they handled that quite well. And I mean, I'm a member of a union and work in a newsroom. I mean, things come up and they handle it and they... I mean, you could still be fired if you're a member of a union. It doesn't like that doesn't mean that you're like the be all end all. I, you know, yeah, they're doing these things. I think they're they're taking more accountability. Good for Bravo. Unionizing isn't going to change any of that. You can get canned no. all the time. You, you, uh, the only thing a union does for you is give you health benefits. Uh, it gives you like more options for retirement. SAG after has a a, a very uh, great. Uh, pension plan, you work towards that. It's not like it gives you like all this protection. It's not like it's, and and you're always guaranteed a raise like every year or every two years whenever they negotiate their contracts or whatever. But that's about it. It's not like it's like amazing. And people, I mean, I work for a news station. There's a lot of people that make a lot more money than me. And, you know, if your agent can negotiate that, you can still make a ton more money and be in the union. I mean, and I agree. I think the, I mean, below deck situation, like what more could have been done, right? Like I think Captain Jason they, handled it. Yeah, they handled it so well. They couldn't, they, they can't predict what these people are going to do. And then they drink. 
I, you know, that's the ongoing thing about all these reality shows. They ply them with alcohol. They want them to drink. You shared your story of being on Millionaire Matchmaker where they were like, oh, you're going to drink. That's a problem. I mean, that's a problem. They, if they're forcing people or really heavily implying you need to be hammered or high, that's an issue. Well, do you um, know, um, because they had issues years ago. I mean, remember they had a big thing on Bachelor in Paradise where they had to shut it down. They had to shut down production. There's a thing with Bachelor in Paris. I don't know if it was Wells Adams on my show was saying this, but like they will get you to drink, sure, but they monitor it. They cut you off now. They, I mean, imagine Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, you can go from room to room and fuck 24 hours a day and you're all beautiful. I mean, there's probably orgies happening there, but I mean, so like, I don't know, is that the new thing? We're going to start now letting people drink on reality TV. Cause let me tell you. Well, you'll you have think? no television if you'll yeah. have no. And TV what do you think happens? I mean, I know this from a lot of people that what do you think happens when you go to WWHL? I mean, we, we see the people we saw Jack A and Regina, but like they, I mean, I know from many housewives, like they, fly you the minute you walk in, which is why Andy gets some great moments on Watch What Happens Live. I'm not criticizing. I mean, don't try to take away my fucking martini when I'm in a social setting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. To your point, we won't have any reality TV. I don't, I don't think you're ever going to get, look, these people are over 21. I mean, they do make their own decisions, but you have to be accountable for even how you act. Like if you get bombed beyond belief, like, you know, this guy on below deck, sorry, I don't watch below deck, but Luke, Luke, if you get bombed, like you gotta, you know, look, he said, I, I was drunk. I feel shitty. I can't believe I did it. I mean, you know, but that's, we all know, hello, hello. You know, we all know when we're over 21, we all act badly. We've all gone out for nights, got drunk and high and done everything else. And we, you pay the consequences. You've, I'm sure you've lost friends. I've lost friends. I've, I fucked up. I mean, you got to pay the piper for what you do. So they can't control. It's one thing they're going to serve these people over 21 alcohol, a hundred percent, but then you've got to be smart enough. And not everybody's going to be to know that if you do something really fucked up, you're going to pay the price and they're going to can you. It's like every job, a lot of jobs. If you get a DUI, you're canned. Getting drunk is so much fun, though. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. I agree. I love my booze. I love booze. I fucking love vodka. I literally love it. Um, I mean, I don't drink. Like, I drink when I go out, like, two nights a week. Um, Do you know who did get fucked up, rumors? What? Well, according to Miss Jane, Miss Richards, (laughs) and I don't mean Kyle, Miss Denise Richards was high on THC and puts my BFF Allison Dubois dinner party from hell season one to shame. So these girls are working. You talk about Kyle and Morgan Wade and is it real and have been queer baited and it's all for next season of um the, the the show. These girls are doing Erica with all these bet on blonde interviews. She is coming in hard with you guys better watch. Apparently this dinner party from hell is the biggest dinner party craziness I've ever. And Denise was high and Denise broke down. It was yelling at everyone. And I don't know. Are we going to have a good Beverly Hills season, darling? And is Denise Denise Richards coming in hot? I think we're going to have a really good season. Yeah. I think Denise is thrilled to be back without Rinna. Listen, these. It's going to be very good. These bitches, these bitches put Miss Richards through hell, right? So, I mean, I guess you could argue that she did it to herself by fooling around with Brandy. 
I think we all know and believe that she and Brandy completely had sex. So I, yeah. you know, a hundred percent. Now problem was Aaron didn't know, honey, that was the yeah. issue, but they work through it and they're still together and we love ourselves some Aaron. Um, I love to see Denise back. I, you know, look, I actually think I'll eat crow because I said a couple months ago that once people figure out that Kathy is not coming back, I think ratings are going to drop. You know, I think, R-H-O-B-H is a franchise that's bigger than any person. And I now, I think you said it, it ain't going to miss a beat. And I don't think it's going to miss a beat now. I think Denise back and Camille, uh, you know, gr- formerly Camille Grammer, I think it's it's going to be really good. I mean, listen, I feel, and I mean, no disrespect. I mean, Sutton even just said, first of all, she's like, we forgot Rena wasn't even there. Like we... Kathy to me, I mean, listen, I love Kathy Hilton. I think she was like nothing. I think she was a blip on the RHOBH radar screen. Like, no, no one's going to miss Kathy at all whatsoever. And that said, as a fan of Kathy Hilton's, but she, when the show goes in down in history, you know, we're going to talk about Kyle Richards, Lisa Vanderpump. Um, The next name I would probably, yeah, Rena, Jane, these are the people we'll talk about. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, no offense. We're probably not going to talk about like Joyce Gerard as at the top of our list. I mean, she was great on this podcast and she's a lovely woman and still really good friends with Lisa Vanderpump. But no, I think Kathy was just a moment in time. And I don't think one person listening to this gives a one fuck that she won't be there. I will. I'm the only one. I want to see what other amazing, you know, when your staff brings out a baked potato ply, darling. I loved it. I loved it. But you know, I want to see more of that. What is it like to have your linens cleaned every day, darling? I want to see real, real wealth. Well, you have it with Mr. Agency and Mrs. Agency. And you have it. it like, but Kathy, you know, there's a difference because they're new money, old money. Kathy has been rich with Rick from the moment they said I do. So 30 years. That's a different kind of wealth. You because like Kathy is so rich, you know, it's like the slippers in the airport. You know, it's like it's the you know, it's oh, could you hold on to this Van Cleef for me? You know, while I take a shit, you know, I mean, it's just like it's so oblivious. I want the oblivious rich. Well, I mean, you know, you have Crystal ain't starving to death with that husband of hers. Crystal's done very well for herself over the years. And um I'm very intrigued by this. I don't know. I, I'm excited for Beverly Hills. It is my favorite um, franchise at the moment. You know what is really funny, though? Tell me. Now we have, first of all, we have a brunette Lala. We have a platinum blonde Schwartzy. I think Schwartzy looks good with the platinum blonde oh, hair. Schwartz is hot anyway. I'm I'm into Schwartz. And we have all these people. Listen, Sheena's come out and said, like, nobody knows what's going on with this group of people except the group of people. But, you know, we have these everyone, you know, we have Lala hugging Sandoval and the world has come for her. So, like, I don't know about this. Like, everyone is, I mean, you have to work with the guy. Sheena's like, don't jump to conclusions. But Seems like everyone is just fine. There's this thing now. Lala posted a very cryptic message the other week. Have you ever just been done with something? Have you ever just been done? Listen, Lala is a professional pro at this. They're all pros. The headline on Reality Blurb, I love Bonnie. She's the editor of Reality Blurb. She's very good to this podcast. Is Lala's quitting. Let me tell you something. 
I don't know anything. I'm, I'm actually a dumb, dumb. I'm, I'm dumb. I don't know anything. I spent an entire season saying Melissa Gorga and Marge Joseph were going to be fired. And guess what? They're filming. So what do I know? Don't listen to me. I don't know nothing. But I do know one thing, two things. One plus one equals two. Okay. And Lala Kent is not quitting. Evander, pump, comma, rules. Period. Exclamation. That's what I know. So whatever Lala is done with, I don't know what it is. She ain't quitting Vander pump, comma, space, semicolon, hyphen, rules. No, God, no. None of them are quitting. No. They will be there. But what do you make of that hug? I mean, what do you make of that Lala hugging Tom Sandoval? And of course, you know, like you said, Sheena's come out and said, oh, you guys don't know. You guys don't know. But I mean, this you know is, what it is? This is so contradictory, don't you think? I mean, people are pissed. They, they which it's our own faults as viewers. I mean, come people on. People are pissed. You know what well, it is? You know, stop getting so invested in a TV show, you know, because people were like, oh, you know, we're never speaking to Tom Sandoval. They're all speaking to Tom Sandoval. They, they, they Behind the scenes, they're calling Tom Sandoval. Thank you. Tom, you've saved our careers, honey. Cashing major uh, checks. I agree with all that. You know what it is? It's like when you, what's the word? When you like, like when you don't want to speak to someone and then you don't see them, you, you move on. But if you and I were in a major fight, okay, and we had to go film our TV show, which you're pitching for us, and then I had to see you every day. I could still hate you, but eventually you're a human being speaking to me, standing in front of me. It's just, we're going to interact and we're going to have some moment that will be not hate. Do you know what I mean? It's like interacting with someone that you hate, the hate goes away because you're there standing in front of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The hate continues when you hate someone and don't speak to them for years. And then that festers and that's no way to live. So no one Mm. is quitting anything. Everyone's going to keep the paycheck. I don't even mean, I'm actually very happy today. There's nothing negative in my statement, but that's just, that's yeah. Like I'm just, I'm not, I'm not preaching to anyone. Yeah. I've kind of been a little sick of myself lately. I've been on like an anger soap screaming and I'm just, I don't know everything, guys. I'm just trying to make a living. I'm just trying to entertain you and make a living here with Sarah. Well, you know, your crystal ball, it can't always be, you know, correct. I mean, you've had some big predictions, honey. You've had some, that that ball has not let you down. But, you know, sometimes sometimes the, uh, you know, signal is foggy. And uh, I predicted Ariana, Ariana and Dancing with the Stars. I have, I have. Audio to prove it, girl. But Keep track. we need a whiteboard. We need a whiteboard with all of David Yontif's predictions that have come true. Actually, I'll start that. I will start that. Rena being fired. Yes. Ariana and Dancy with the stars. Yes. Margaret Joseph being fired. Eh. Melissa Gorga <laughs> being fired. Eh. I'm like, I'm like two for two at this point. So come on, guys. I'm 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 like trying here. I'm trying. Needy leaks never being back on Bravo. Ding ding ding. So far, guess, ding ding. I guess we can't prove that till the end of existence. Um, Sarah, I love you. You know, I love you too, my friend. I love you too. Uh, new episodes of the Sarah Fraser Show seven days a week at the Sarah Fraser Show on social and everywhere your pods are played. And I'm at David Yontev at Behind Velvet Rope. And just listen to Behind the Velvet Rope and just, you know, 
please put a dollar into my pocket so I can stay on air. Times are tough, guys. Help help a sister out. And book me on Cameo. Book me on Cameo. Buy my merch. Join the Patreon. Just do it all, please. Thank you. And give me $2 so I can catch up to this one. And give her $2. And I will see you very soon, darling. Bye, gorgeous. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.